So hi everyone again, if you're coming back to us and listening to the Squadcast again, welcome back. If you're new, this is the podcast of London voice agent, Voice Squad, whatever your connection is to the voiceover world, to audio, this is here really to give you an insight into the workings of a voice agency and also lots of different areas of the audio industry. We focus on different areas on each podcast. Today it's going to be ADR, we'll come to that in a minute. My name's David John. I'm professional voiceover and audio artist, also a dubbing director these days and the equity audio counsellor. This week, we're absolutely delighted to have the Don of ADR, Mr. Louis Elman. Welcome. Of course, we've worked together for many years ourselves, but Louis goes back an awful long way in this industry. He's been casting, producing, directing, directing dubbing and ADR, and of course now training. He's decorated, he's worked on many award-winning productions, um, including getting an International Emmy Award for Das Boot, which was dubbed into English from the German. He's also worked on lots of top movies. Most recently, I guess Dunkirk is a big one, um, The Imitation Game, and of course, many top TV series, including Game of Thrones. So you name it, Louis's worked on it. So um, welcome and, and good to see you, Louis. Thank you, Dave. Nice to be here. You've been, well, you've been working for at least 40 years. Doesn't uh, make me feel very old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I started uh, in the 60s uh, at a company called Delane Lee. Ah, yeah, famous company. And I was, I uh, got the job as a, as a runner and assistant to the founder of the company, William Delane Lee, who was known in those days in the industry as the major, because he was still active as a officer in military intelligence. Wow. And what year was that, more or less, Louis? 60, 61. Wow. And he was basically an engineer, a mechanical engineer, not a sound engineer. Right. He was the first man to synchronise a gramophone record to film. How he did it, I don't know. Incredible. But then he invented the Rhythmo Band system when he worked for, in France um, under the name of Lingua Synchrone. And the band system was projected under the main screen and showed the dialogue written in sync to the picture. So the actor didn't have to look at picture or have to read a script. He just read the band. So this um, is for dub specifically for, for dubbing. Specifically for dubbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is that kind of, going back to the beginning, is that how you then moved into what we call ADR? Which yeah, is... yeah. Well, he introduced me to, uh, to actors. Uh, I'm writing a book at the moment called Living with Actors because my whole life has been involved with actors. Yeah. Uh, and I have the highest respect for actors. I really do. So I got the job as a trainee with him and, and, and learned all about working with actors and synchronisation of dialogue. So what we now, we often call automated dialogue replacement. When did that start becoming a uh, big thing? Well, in the old days, we called it Post-synchronization, post-sync. Right. Post-sync, yeah. And there was no such thing as a, as a computer. It was all done on 35mm film or 16mm film. So when an actor had to come in and redo his dialogues because of bad sound, we had to chop up the film into loops. That's where loop group right. comes from. And um, together with the picture loop, we had to uh, make a magnetic tape the same length, and they used to run together. So you would record onto the magnetic. And then uh, years later, 
the Americans uh, invented what we call rock and roll. Right. And you didn't have to chop up the film anymore. You left it in real form. Uh, and you just ran the whole reel and just picked out the scenes you wanted. You would mark up with with cues uh, the scenes that you wanted to record. So it became much easier. They would yeah. have their text uh, on a on a sheet called yeah. an ADR sheet. Well, then it was a post-sync sheet. And they would listen to their voice uh, on earphones from the film. And they would then repeat the line in sync. And in many cases, good actors would use the opportunity to improve their performance. Right, yeah. Or they thought, oh, that's good, I'll just do it again the same. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. they would complain that, why did I say that line so quickly? Because it was difficult to post-sync mm. or to ADR it. Yeah, yeah. So your company now, you obviously still work in uh, ADR, automated dialogue replacement, yeah. and also the lip sync. We and... should explain that ADR is just another term for post-sync. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, post-synchronisation or looping. So it's basically the post-production thing of which most members of the public are not aware of is all the sound is put on after the day of recording. That's right. The footsteps and the movements and the atmospheres and what have you. Because in the end, uh, what uh, post-production houses achieve is what we call an international soundtrack with everything on it. Your footsteps, your atmospheres, your music, your dialogues. uh, everything separate, so that when you hand it over to a French company to make a French version or a German version or Italian version, they have all the elements. Right. All they have to do is take out the English dialogue and replace Just it with the, their own language. Yeah. Yeah, That's yeah. why it's done. But we, in fact, um, have been busy supplying actors to form loop groups, yep. as you know, and yep. you're one of them. Yeah. And thank goodness you are, because yep. you're one of the best. Always a pleasure. Um, and we create additional dialogue for scenes lacking in ambience known as automatic automated dialogue replacement. Mm. We, in fact, have been running an academy for the last six years, training yeah. actors who are interested in this type of work. Yeah, that, that's, that's interesting because you obviously want actors to come in when you hire them for a session to, be, to come in and know what they're doing. Absolutely. Yeah, so Absolutely. what does the training involve? What is the well, day Well, we actually like for put actors? them through um, a proper recording session that any professional would have to, yeah. have to do. Um, and from that, we can see whether they uh, are creative, their enthusiasm, their talent as an actor. Because yeah. I think that... The most difficult type of acting has got to be voice work. An actor doesn't have the advantage of his face to create a facial expression or a body movement. You have to act solely with your voice. And Mm. I think that is the most difficult part of acting. You're an actor, you tell me. But that's what I I believe. So the course teaches them the art of synchronising dialogue to fit a particular situation in a scene. It may entail creating appropriate dialogue for police chat, forensic, ambulance crews, doctors, nurses, or we might be adding battle cries or market call-outs or something like Game of Thrones, yeah. uh, which we've worked on for several years, as you know. And all this without a script. Yeah. Actor has not only to be a damn good actor, but also to be very creative and, and improv is so, so important. Mm. They have to write the dialogue mm. and they don't get paid for that. Yeah. That's an added extra. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's a very good point, that the improvisational skill is is right up there as one of the most if important. If you can't think of something to say, for, if it's a barman serving a pint of beer yep. in a pub and we need to put something in his mouth, you know, 
someone's got to come up with a with a relevant line. And, yeah, and, and, and often you and want, make it believable. And you want three or four versions or, or options. They so want people to come up with new stuff all ab- the time. Absolutely. Yeah, they've got to think quick, haven't you? Yeah, they've got exactly. to really come up and think quick. What are you looking for in an ADR actor? Confidence. Yeah, I think is number one. Very important. Enthusiasm. Yeah. Creative skill, and of course, to be a very good actor. Mm. So uh, let's think about some recent projects that you've worked on. Well, you mentioned so, you mentioned in your introduction Dunkirk. Yeah, which was which was won a couple of Oscars, yeah. didn't it, for sound? It did. It, yeah, it won an Oscar. Um, they even uh, filmed us doing some stuff that where some of the uh, work was done on HMS Belfast uh, because Richard King, Oscar award-winning Richard King, the sound editor, wanted the real, real sound of the interior of a boat. And we had actors running up and down the boat, shouting and screaming, and it was really was beautifully recorded. And in the end, the soundtrack won an Oscar. Mm, yeah. I, I did go and see that. It did sound absolutely fantastic. Brilliantly uh, done. Dunkirk, yeah. And um, recently, Peter Jackson's documentary, They Shall Not Grow Old. Oh, yeah. Absolutely brilliant. They came to me and asked for voices. I think you will play one of the soldiers, yeah, yeah, if I, I remember. Yeah, I did. I did do a bit of that. And yeah. we did that. Nobody ever knew again yeah. that we'd added voices to it. So it, that that was an honour to work on. It was, and it was extraordinary to work on because it was unusually, it was real people and it was history. It was real people. And we all felt... And that's why think, we had to have damn good actors who could yeah. give a natural performance and not yeah. make it sound like a, like a performance. Yeah. And that's yeah. key, isn't it? With ADR, it's, it's got key. to sound natural. Very, got very, to be authentic. It's got to sound natural. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you kind of briefly mentioned the voice tests on the phone. Yeah. Um, what are the other kind of major changes that you've noticed since you started back in the sixties oh. to now? I mean, it's been an incredible journey for you. Incredible it must have been incredible journey to go from film to what is known as Pro Tool computers. Yeah. Where I tell you, when I, I woke up and knew the industry had changed. Uh, I was working on 1492, directed by Ridley Scott, and I always did the uh, post-sync or ADR for Ridley. Ridley didn't like going in the studio with the actors, and he said, you do it, Louis, and I'll come and see at the end of the day what you've done. And in uh, 1492, he, he, um, he had a scene in a monastery, uh, and he asked me to... Um, he said, Louis, I'd like to hear a, a, a monk, monk's choir in the background rehearsing um, and making mistakes and stopping and starting. And I said, oh, my God. I said, okay, okay, Ridley, I'll see what I can do. Anyway, cut a long story short. We found a soundtrack of a monk's choir. It's a beautiful, beautiful sound. Um, and digitally, this engineer, Robin, and I sat there he made the track stop. He made the he made the choir make a mistake. He made the choir sing out of tune. <laughs> he made them start up again, all on the computer. Now, had we attempted that on film, it would have taken weeks. Mm. He did it in about four hours. And then we overdubbed with the late John Ball, who spoke Spanish, yeah. as the maestro, as the choir master. Tapping his baton on on the on the podium and shouting at them in Spanish that they were doing something wrong with the altitude, and we completed the whole track and and 
really just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe the result. Amazing. But you couldn't have done that on film. I mean, you could have done, but it would have taken weeks. Taken out. Yeah, and, and when was that? 1492? That was kind of 90s, 90s wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when I knew. By then, it had ch- everything had moved on. <laughs> and then when an yeah. actor turns up uh, to work for me, and he doesn't turn up with a paper script, he turns up with an iPad. Yeah. <laughs> I know things have changed a great deal. Yeah. Great. So I think we've got a really good picture of uh, the Loop ADR world. What we usually do at this point, we ask a few quick fire questions just to get Nothing about my wife, I hope. <laughs> Only if you decide to choose your <laughs> mention your wife. Uh, so first one is, are you a cat person or a dog person? Definitely a dog person. Dog per- and, and you own a dog? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, Sydney is our Labrador retriever. Okay. Uh, a rescue from Ireland. And he's a lovely dog, beautiful oh. dog. Love him, love him dearly. Lovely. And uh, what's your favourite ice cream? Choc ice. Choc ice. Every okay. time. We'll order one of those for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, here's a good one. Favourite movie of all time. That's difficult it's because difficult. there's so many. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to say any James Cagney film, and probably some of your listeners won't even know who James Cagney <laughs> is, but a wonderful film called White Heat. Yeah. I was a great fan of Spencer Tracy and... Wonderful script uh, called Who's Coming to Dinner with Sidney Potier and uh, Spencer Tracy and Catherine Hepburn. And not because I worked on it, but Four Weddings and a Funeral. Ah, I loved that loved movie. It. I thought it was it was fantastic. But you did work on it. Yes, we yeah, did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, have you been to the theatre lately? If so, well, I have, have to seen? say, Dave, that the last production I saw was an amateur group. I liked yep. to support the local amateur drama group. Yeah. And the last show we saw was Fiddle on the Roof, and it was brilliantly done. And it also, um, I look out for new talent. And if I think they're good enough, I'll always approach them afterwards and say, look, if you're interested in uh, being a professional actor... You can point them in the right way. I can point them in the right way. And mm-hmm. if they'd like to join the academy and learn about voice recording, uh, they can. Yeah. But I like to support local groups. Yeah, and where's that? Where's your local group? Uh, Chesham and High Wycombe. Chesham. Great. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so London. What's your favourite place in London? Because I love fish and chips, I have to say Muswell Hill. <laughs> okay. Muswell Hill? Muswell Hill because Best of... fish and the, chips? You must go to Toffs. I've been there. Yeah. It's number one fish and chips. It chip is terrific. Yeah. Yes, I, I, I like Muswell Hill. I like the ambience of Muswell Hill. A lot of actors live in Muswell Hill. Yeah, I'm I'm not too far from there myself, only a mile up the road. I like Muswell Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, brilliant. Thank you, Louis. Well, I hope I've been of some help. Definitely. Very interesting stuff. Thank you. Um, We know it's a very kind of uh, niche world, but it's a very interesting world that people don't often hear a lot about, you know, secret secret part of the industry. And if you can get into that world, it can, if we're, you know, business is busy. It's quite a lucrative uh, mm. way of, uh, of, of earning money. And there's always work. And everything, there's there's, there's always... ADR on everything these days. Yes, yeah. there is. Yeah. 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 We'll be back next week with another Squadcast, and we'll be talking about radio, uh, audio drama, radio drama. We will have the wonderful actress who Louis knows very well and has worked with a lot, Alison Dowling. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, who's won. fantastic. She's best yeah. known as uh, Elizabeth Archer. In the Archers, but That's also right. she is, well, I mean, I, among others, call her the queen of ADR because no, she she's is. absolutely brilliant at ADR she as well. Is, she is, yeah. yeah, so we'll get her perspective on 
radio drama, audio drama, as well as a bit more ADR as well. Do subscribe to the podcast if you've enjoyed this and you're interested in hearing more about the audio world. Um, and uh, rate us wherever you listen to your podcasts. So this was the Squadcast. It's a Voice Squad limited production hosted by me, David John, devised by Neil Comrich. Uh, it's produced and edited by Emma Samuel. And if you've got any questions at all about the show, the, the podcast you've just listened to or any of the others, please visit our website or any specific questions, please drop us an email at voices at voicesquad.com. Thank you.